Welcome to the Texas Hill Country Podcast. Hey, Steve, how you doing? I'm doing great, Mark. How have you been? It's good to see you. It is great good to, to see, see you, man. sir. It's been a while. How was your holidays? It was good. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, and sir. It's the first, first, uh, first podcast for me. I mean, I'm entering the uh, the uh, the new year, 2021. Boy, 2020. It's time to put that behind us. And so I thought I would, yes, uh, sir. Getting to this podcasting thing, and what better person to to holler up to help me out and, and a good uh, good cause is the Headwaters for Heroes, in which you're a part of and headed up. And uh, tell us a little bit about it. Okay, Mark. Well, thank you for having us on. Um, look forward to, to seeing some great things come out of your podcast. Um, you know, Headwaters for Heroes is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. And basically what we do, our mission is to take the combat wounded veterans uh, and the Gold Star kids um, hunting and fishing year round. And that's what we do. And that's that's a simple statement. That's that's what we do. What is the uh, uh, Gold Star Kids? The Gold Star Kids are the kids that lost a parent in, uh, in battle. And we, we give our time to the kids that are post 9-11. So that's going to be the Iraq and Afghanistan wars. Uh, when, when did you start up the uh, Headwaters for Heroes program? And what got you in, involved or something had to drive you? Because it's been around now for uh, how long? Well, it's been around since 2011. Okay. Um, but I am, you know, my dad was in the military. He retired after 23 years uh, as, an, as a lieutenant colonel. Um, so I was been around military all my life for the most part. Um, you know, we were at another event helping a, another group do some cooking and stuff. And we met a young man who, you know, was still at Bamsey recovering. Um, his mother was with him and she was concerned about her baby boy. They were from Ohio. And she said, you know, who's going to take care of my baby boy? I mean, keep in mind, this young man turned 21 in Afghanistan. Three days after he turned 21, stepped on an IED and blew his legs off. Um, wow. And so my wife, Donna, she says, you know, we'll check in on him. Started bringing him to the house, spending time with him. And my son took him hunting one day and we saw the joy it brought him. More importantly, I saw the interaction between this young soldier and my dad. Uh, they could talk to each other. He showed me something that, you know, these guys, you don't truly know how to help them. Uh, you haven't been there. You haven't experienced it. Uh, so, you know, watching my dad, who, who had, had done two combat tours in Korea and one in Vietnam, watching him talk to this young man and it just i it, they were able to talk to each other and it did two things it helped the young man because he was able to talk to somebody that had truly experienced what he's been through and it also helped my dad talk to somebody who truly has experienced the the combat um and and so i got to learn a lot about my dad but it was in that that i learned that the, the whole part of the healing with our veterans coming back from war is going to be the veterans themselves working through things together. This particular veteran, his name is Matthew Dethridge. So you take Matthew, so to speak, under your wing or under your guidance to 
to instill some some much needed good times and of course appreciation from your end. You know, let him know, you know him fighting for our our country and our liberties, and I'm sure you had some uh, some satisfaction out of that as well. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I tell you what, giving back to these veterans. Um, that have sacrificed so much for us. I mean, let's face it, we couldn't have the freedoms we have today if it weren't for our veterans. I don't, I don't care how old they are, uh, you know, and I'm talking about our veterans that we have that are still living, but the veterans that have passed on in this world, we couldn't have what we have in this country if it were not for all of those that have served. So you take Matthew out. Exactly. You're dead on on that. Uh, so you take Matthew out and you, and you have a, a, a great time. And and that, there must have been something in his eye that that triggered you to to start this Headwaters for Heroes Foundation. It was incredible to watch him and how much fun they had. Uh, and like I said, just seeing that told us we had to go somewhere deeper in this. Um, we after that, we we had a little fishing trip. And we had four veterans that did not know each other come to this fishing trip. And within an hour, you would think they were all battle buddies, so to speak. They'd all been there together because you, they, they found where a commonality of where they crossed paths somewhere in Iraq or Afghanistan. They knew a lot of the same people. And so as a result, you know, that camaraderie was instant. And so we sat back and we cooked and we had guides that took them fishing, but to watch those guys, it just proved our point. And if you look at our logo, you know, it, it has a dog tag hanging off that says soldier helping soldiers. And that doesn't mean that our organization is veteran based or founded by veterans because we're not. Uh, it, what it means is the veterans that are involved in our program are going to help each other move on and heal. And, you know, it's, it's proved its point many, many times. Uh, a lot of our hunts, you know, are, you know, a veteran who has hunted with us will say, hey, I've got a buddy that really would enjoy this. And so by through that networking, you know, they, they bring a friend in uh, and, and it's just them helping their buddies. So it's, it's really a, a it's, 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 it's something that we never expected when we, you know, by all means, we picked up Matt and brought him to the house. We never dreamed anything like this was going to happen. Good Lord's guided us, and it has brought us to where we're at today and doing almost 100 individuals a year. I was going to ask you, you started out, and I believe you said 2011? Yes, sir. With Matthew, one person, one veteran, to now you're telling me over 100. Yes. Uh, up to about 100 people during that nine to... 10-year span. Well, nine-year span. Wow, that's incredible. It's a labor of love. Uh, now, I know I ran into the program when I moved uh, from the Houston area to the Hill Country back in 2016, and I had moved to uh, Junction, Texas, and and I, I met you over at in Harper, Texas, yes, at uh, Headwaters uh, uh, Ice House there. Nice Nice little uh, uh, place to go Headwater out. Headwater Saloon. Headwater, there you go. Headwater Saloon. One of my favorite places to go in Texas with uh, Lori and, and Vic over there. But um, what I was getting at is that I, I met you then and I was, wow. If you've ever been to Harper, Texas and people are listening, it's a, it's a, it's a, a small little town. But I want to say it was a cook-off that we did. 
And I remember it was had a bit in October because I remember the Astros won the World Series uh, against the Dodgers because we were going back and forth uh, inside the bar and then outside to our. Uh, yeah, our, I remember all your your hollering uh, and stuff there. Yeah, I, mean, remember I remember that. That. <laughs> that was a lot of fun, but I was just taken back of that small little community of Harper, Texas, and Headwater Saloon, and what it created, what it raised. Uh, financially, I, I want to say it was close to a hundred thousand dollars. That just that little event that yeah, we we right? was it around convert- that or eighty something? It was it was up there. Well, every year we have set records, and <laughs> and and people keep telling us every year they say, excuse me, they they say you know, don't expect last year, don't expect last year. Uh-huh. And I never do. I never have any expectations. But every year, we just keep growing. And, you know, 2020, as we all know, was was a pretty crappy year. You know, a lot went on with COVID. Correct, People correct. were scared to death. Nobody's going out. We had lockdowns. We had governments keeping us from doing stuff. But we had to change our, our – uh, our annual fundraiser this year to September from April. And we raised between sponsors, uh, the auction, everything that went on, we raised right at $210,000. That's incredible. That's beautiful. And that was during COVID. uh, Wow. Wow. And and that that was was a record. A small little community is just so supportive. You know, I don't live it. I don't, I don't live in Harper. But, you know, Harper is where we found a home for this organization, that mm-hmm. community. And you talk <laughs> about and, and you see this all over the Hill Country. That community has done so much. They're so giving. It is incredible. Oh, it's amazing. Do. It, it, it is. I, I know that. uh uh, when that when something happens in that community over there in Harper, Texas, I believe I remember one time there was uh, somebody's house burned down, and and they come together and they 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 make it happen. That that small town Texas right there that is the 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 that's that yeah. that is a beautiful little town. Now you also provide funds for artificial limbs. Am I right about that? And some of their medical uh, bills. There, there was a special need uh, on a young man who was a single amputee. It's okay. what we call a high hip. Um, and he could not keep a prosthetic on. He was frustrated. He learned of a procedure being done in Australia. Uh, it was a procedure that was not approved in the United States. Uh, although a lot of people from the United States were flying to Australia to get this procedure done. And basically what it is, instead of it being a prosthetic that slips on, um, they they infuse a titanium piece of titanium into the bone. And that that actual titanium becomes part of their body. And then their prosthetic is basically a clip on from that point. And so it was going to cost quite a bit of money for him to go to Australia and get that done so he could finally walk. Uh, without the help of crutches, um, and we designated a particular item in the auction that whatever that item brought, we were going to give all that money to him um, in order to, you know, help 
raise money for to go to Australia. That particular item was an item from the G2 Ranch, which is a management hunt, and typically brought $2,500 in our auction. But when the people found out what it was for, the auction started, it ended up bringing $18,000. That's beautiful. And it, and it was. The people, when they see the need, they will spend the money. I've seen it. Um, and wow, Steve, that's a that's quite a bit of funds. And and where did they uh, where where did this operation take place at? What what city or, or I well, want to say in Australia. Oh, he had to, actually, he had to fly to Australia to get, to get it done. done. Now the eighteen thousand didn't pay for the whole surgery, but but it was a substantial it, it amount. A nice help. It just shows there the was other. Yeah, other organizations and that, that that helped out, but you know when 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 in all of our auctions, whenever we have a special need, the people really step up. And, and like this last year, we did the same thing with the G two Ranch. The young boy that that there was a family, one of our Gold Star families, had been you know one of the hurricanes had come through Louisiana and just demolished their house, and you know they were having a hard time, and they came to our event. And once again, that young man had hunted at the G2 uh, and the G2 had donated another hunt to us. And so we were auctioning it off. And once again, we, this time we, this time, you know, we said, you know, half of the money raised from this um, will go to that family. The hunt sold for, I think, $11,000. So, you know, we were able, and through some other monies that were given, we wrote that family a $6,000 check. Wow. Uh, before they went back to Louisiana to help offset their expenses uh, from the hurricane. So okay. when there's a special need, we step up. I, I've seen it. Now, um, I know in Harper, Texas, uh, at, at Nixon and Lloyd's Place, uh, Headwater Saloon, um, they do a, a skeet shooting, I want to say in October-ish, and then a cook-off, I believe, in April-ish, somewhere like that. I know there's two. Events, well, you've got to uh, turn it around. The, okay. the skeet shooting, the sporting clay shoot that we do is in April. That's our main fundraiser. Uh-huh. And then we held a cook-off in October. Okay. Well, since you and I have met, and, you know, it's some time has passed here, we now do everything together. So it's okay. one weekend in April, and that's when we have uh, the sporting clay shoot, we have the cook-off, we have the car show, we have all our arts and crafts vendors, we have a okay. cornhole tournament, and we have the auction. And so this April, we will now have also, along with that, is a barbecue uh, and a crawfish boil. Okay, that's all in one weekend, I, I assume. All in one day. Okay, well. All in one day, plus live music. Do you know about what month this may take place? Uh, right now, it's tentatively planned for April 24th. Okay. Can we get you back on and, and some, oh, we'll uh, definitely be back on. Uh, okay, like talk, guess, Mark. <laughs> well, yeah, we will. And but uh, just, I'm sure you're going to have quite a bit of sponsors uh, at that time in April that are going to be new to the event, and we want to bring more sponsors to this event. You know, it, it, as far as sponsorships, we have mortgage companies. Hey. Uh, we've got a lot of local businesses that that jump in, auto dealers. Um, you know, there's a lot of different people that sponsor, mm-hmm. uh, as far as donating to the auction, pretty much every major game ranch around from the G2 ranch, the, uh, record buck ranch, 
Cameron Ranch, um, Orange Ranch, uh, well, Vic Hollander, Black Eagle, uh, La Lupita Ranch, uh, White Point Ranch. I mean, there's ranches all over that donate to this. So event. this is a this is gonna be a great event. This is gonna be a great oh, event. Yeah. We're gonna yeah, be, and, you know, and we have a lot in the auction besides hunts. There's there's guns, there's hunting equipment, there's art, there's a, a little bit of everything in the auction. One thing I will tell you about that, you know, what happened this last event too was we were introduced to Randall Reader. And if you look him up, he was on he was one of the the, the actors in Deadpool, 21 Jump Street, several other movies. Okay. Uh Randall. Randall is filming a hunting show called Save Savage Outdoors. Uh, okay. We'll be airing on the Pursuit Channel. All right. Um, and we're actually filming episodes that highlight Headwaters for Heroes. The name of the show is called Save Savage Outdoors. Okay. It will be airing on the Pursuit Channel. As soon as we get six episodes filmed, then it's going to be there. Well, let me ask you, Steve, how do we get, we want to draw some people over to your website. Okay. The website is www.headwatersforheroes.com. Four is spelled F-O-R. And it's okay. headwaters, meaning for the heroes. Uh, and if you look at the definition of headwaters, it's a new beginning. It's a fresh start. And that's what we're trying to do. So it's www.headwatersforheroes.com. I encourage everybody to look at our Facebook page. So both the Facebook page and headwatersforheroes.com, there's a there's a way to go donate. There's there's a button there where you can go click on it. You can donate. Uh, Facebook page will show you a lot more because uh, we're constantly posting. I'm going to head over there and, and like your page. That should everybody else just to follow along and see what you guys are doing. Yeah, like the page and, and then you'll you'll see what all's going on. It's a great play. It's a great organization to follow if you're out there. Definitely, definitely a great organization to follow and and to help out these veterans that have really sacrificed their their life for our liberties. Um, Steve, thank you very much for joining this podcast. And you have any other uh, concluding comments you'd like to add? Before well, I want to thank you for having us on. Um, thank it's, you. It's it's anytime we get some some exposure, we we surely enjoy it. You know, we want to come back on as we get closer, talk about more what's going on with the annual event and what's going to be, you know, taking place so people can get involved. Well, I tell you what, we're looking forward to getting involved with the Headwaters for Heroes, Steve, and I appreciate you coming on the podcast, my first one. So I am going to get better at this game, and I'm looking forward to bringing everybody some great podcasts for the texas hill country because my goal is to keep your pulse on the texas hill country thank you very much so long the old man is down the road